The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, episode 74. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a dead. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Hey everyone, I'm Father Andrew Kinstetter, a.k.a. Father Fed, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away, including the deeper themes and meanings. If you are watching this, you are noticing that we are all live here in a, in a video format on Facebook Live, so uh, please uh, join in on the fun and, and start the stream, and happy happy Star Wars Day to all of you out there. May the May the 4th be with you. As, as as we say. So this is our special May 4th live broadcast from a galaxy not very far away at all coming from, well, actually all across the United States. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. <laughs> so joining me on the panel tonight to celebrate this awesome day is first of all from Texas, Angela Cialana. Howdy, howdy. May the force be with you. <laughs> and with your spirit. Second up, we have Mike Creevy from Pennsylvania. I do have to warn everyone, if anybody spoils Bad Batch for me, I'm going to be pretty upset. Okay, so hello, everybody. <laughs> and third and finally this evening is Andrew Hermes from California. Hey, Andrew. Hey, so at the end of the Bad Batch episode. Uh... <laughs> Grogu is salt over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh but that's a that's a good thing to point out is that this is the, the big thing today of course on in the Star Wars world was that the bad batch started to stream today and is is being released today. And I haven't seen it so I can't at all spoil it for anybody, but uh for any of you listening know that we are not going to be talking about spoilers uh for that. We will save that for our next episode where we will talk about the first uh two episodes. But that also means, please, in the chat, uh, please uh, don't talk anything spoilers. I'm going to be watching the chat because we're going to be doing some cool uh, fan interaction and listener interactions. So uh, definitely make sure that you have that chat or the, the comment section open on the Facebook live video, because if you comment under the video, I will see it. So it is May the 4th. So did you guys do anything special to celebrate May the 4th this year? This, <laughs> yeah, this is, get ready for this. Is is the yeah? <laughs> I yeah. did watch the first episode of Ewoks with my daughter, oh, my, nice. my two year old daughter. Nice. Um, had no idea what I was getting into. Um, <laughs> she, it's it's different. It's very different. I mean, the, right away the the theme music is just. I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's very. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, a little psychedelic mixed with a oh yeah, kind of a Halloween <laughs> sounding sort of thing. It was yeah, yeah, and the animation is, I mean, obviously dated, but pretty intense for a. I think it's rated TVY, but um, 
<laughs> but yeah, it, it was fun to watch and, and she enjoyed the heck out of it. So, um, yeah, other than this, that that's, that's how I chose to celebrate this day. <laughs> well, I think at some point, uh, in the lull between series, we, we might jump into some of those old, uh, Ewok, uh, movies and, and review them on the podcast. So, uh, so you've just got to, you've got to leg up on the rest of us. Um, what I did today was red, not red uh, so I'm, the whole thing. Oh, no, 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 no. So, uh, this is uh Thrawn ascendancy, greater good book two in the Thrawn ascendancy trilogy that was released just a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, so no, I just actually just kind of read a few more chapters into it. Um, I'm finding it oh, okay. to be very, very good. Uh, anything with, with Thrawn is, has been just an absolute phenomenal thing for me to, to experience, uh, that and this really has been my, my, uh, my Star Wars day celebration. So I'll probably try to watch the bad batch tomorrow. So, uh, fingers crossed that that goes well. So, uh, for those of you who are joining us live, uh, just heads up that we are going to be doing, uh, trivia questions throughout the show tonight. So these trivia questions are based on what we talked about last year on our May 4th episode. So I hope that you guys had gone back and had a chance to re-listen to that. And because there are going to be prizes involved. So uh, for the, the first set of prizes, um, there's going to be hopefully plenty of opportunity for you guys to, to get one of these. Um, I have 10 different autographed pictures if i can get in my camera camera screen so so yeah so this was a picture from all of us last may 4th that i had sent out to everyone so we've all autographed this and we have um 10 of these to to give away that and you will be blessed with a wonderful father fett sticker so both of those will be filing cabinet over here perfect perfect spot for it so we have uh, 10 trivia questions that will deal with um, with those as prizes. And then we also have two other more unique questions that will we will be giving out one of each style of our T-shirt on our the, the SQPN merch site. So we have two Star Wars Secrets of Star Wars podcast T-shirts and those questions will come near the end. So I'm going to ask two of the questions now, and then I'll kind of keep inter uh, interjecting those questions as we go throughout the show. If you know the answer to it, type it in the chat. I will see if it's the right answer and I will take down your name and we will contact you later. And at the end of the show, I will of course go through all the questions and share the correct answer. So to kick off uh, the first two trivia questions, the first trivia question is what is Thomas Sanherjo's favorite star Wars ship? So my co-hosts are going to be trying to remember the answers to this too. So I'm very curious to see if they're going to remember these questions. Cause oh, we'll man. get back to it at the end. Second question is what is Mike's favorite villain? So can I be honest with you? I don't remember what I said last year. <laughs> yep. That's... So, so don't, don't ask me to verify whether it's true or not. I'm curious to, I'm yeah. curious just as much as anybody else. It's uh, what you were thinking of at the time a year ago. So, again, yes. listeners, uh, what is Thomas's favorite Star Wars ship and what is Mike's favorite villain? Um, and, I mean, go ahead and feel free to guess, too, if you don't know the answer. So I will try to be watching the chat for those. So 
to kind of then kick off our, our discussion then is in general, um, you know, we, we've spent a year since we've done this. And so the, the generic question to throw out to all of you is, is how has Star Wars affected your life this past year? Well, <clears throat> I'll go because I came prepared. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so first of all, I mean, this year was weird for all of us, right? I mean, um, I, I think, you know, we spent a lot of time at home. And so um, Star Wars actually helped me bond with my husband more. Um, you know, we we had some really tough situations, like probably some of the toughest situations this year than we have ever faced in our lives, you know, period. Um, so Star Wars was not only like an escape, like, you know, entertainment can be, but really when I was thinking about it, it was also a way to deal with life, like to process grief and to just think about the things that we were going through to, um, to have the humor, you know, to get through that, just basically healing. I think, you know, the Mandalorian was so awesome. Like it really was kind of like a companion through COVID, um, life for a lot of us. Um, and I think, I think, so yeah, bonding with my husband, I think just bonding with family and also just having something other than terrible things, um, to be able to talk with other people about, um, you know, coworkers and, and things like that. Um, but then also I gotta say like meeting with these people, like my friends on the panel here for the podcast. Um, I think Thomas and I are the only ones that have actually met in person. Um, but maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, so, but these people were like some of the only like human interaction that I had, like outside of home (laughs) and like work, you know, because even when mass, like, you know, I wasn't going to church in person because of, the limitations that were going on and stuff. So it just gave me something to look forward to, to geek out, you know, to, um, to know that I was going to have this friendship bond that we continue to have through the show um, and just have meaningful conversations also. So, yeah, I would say that's, that's how star Wars affected me this year. I, I hope the goal isn't to make us cry tonight, by the way. It might happen. Um, I think, I think she had a premonition about that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I I, uh, I just re- kind of reinforce a lot of what Angela said. The only thing I would just kind of add, you know, just personally is, um, and this is largely just a, a, you know, pandemic or no pandemic, just the age that my daughter Noelle's at, especially our, our eldest. So she, you know, was, was. Uh, her, she's a December birthday. So she was like three and a half when we really started going into lockdown stuff. And then, so now she's, you know, four and a half and she's right at this like perfect age to really kind of uh, connect and resonate with some of the characters and stuff and some things that I'm more comfortable having her see, you know, so for like, so we did like a, we did a clone wars watch through and she was like two, you know, she didn't really get anything, you know, but she kind of had fun with it generically. And then there was like, you know, rewatching some stuff and like, uh, do you guys remember that one um, uh, Clone Wars episode where it's it's basically like aliens 
you know, like they go oh, down. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. are they at? I don't remember what planet they're on. But anyway, I'll have to look that up later. But like that one, I didn't show her that. You know, <laughs> <some of> the <laughs> people, it's like, OK, so like like figuring some of that out. So honestly, just like. The role that those questions in general, like it's Star Wars, but it would apply to other things, too, like the the challenges of being a dad and sort of discerning like what to show and what not to show like that's been practically helpful for me uh but then it's been so joyful just kind of she really gets it she's like she's running around we got got the uh disney store like lightsabers that you can actually fight with and stuff you know and they're, they're pretty durable and she's running around routinely like putting her little hand out like no I use the force on you, you know, um, and she loves to tell me to stand still so she can stab me through my arm, you know, and then I fall down. So just, you know, like the, the interactions with my daughter through it, uh, which I know so many people have said uh, about, you know, that that uh, our generation, especially, I think, like, you know, growing up with Star Wars now, like, you know, with with passing it on to the the Padawan, so to speak. Uh, and then also how much it resonates with with little girls, you know, too. Um, so that's that's just been great and a lot of fun this year. Yeah, I I relate a lot to what, you know, Mike just mentioned. Um, you know, I have a daughter um, that that's she's two and a half now. And yeah, this past year, I just been able to, you know, share my love for Star Wars with her. Um, you can see that little Grogu right there. Um, I got that for myself. And it's no longer mine. I had to actually <laughs> steal that from her for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, you know, she wasn't watching like Mandalorian with me um, uh, because of her age. But uh, she 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 has seen like flashes of, you know, as soon as she saw, you know, Baby Yoda, she was obsessed. And it started right. with that thing. And then she started showing her things that, you know, were appropriate for her. And, uh, you know, just... Just that one small thing, just, you know, just, it, it was like, this is exactly why I wanted to, this is what I was looking forward to, to being a father. It was like, can right. I share these sort of things? So, <laughs> um, as, as uh, cheesy or nerdy as that may sound, but, um, uh, and then just letting her see like Star Wars content, like you mentioned, like that, that's age appropriate for her. I was, um, like, like I mentioned, we watched the first episode of Ewoks uh this morning um again i don't know if it is actually appropriate but <laughs> it was kind of scary uh it was pretty intense um but uh just sharing those moments with her has been great and um uh and and getting to watch uh you know the shows with my wife um cuz she she she's not as big of a fan as i am but she she does enjoy it um it's it's awesome you know i, I think uh, like most people, we've probably watched, you know, more content in the past year than, uh, you know, for a few lifetimes um, being stuck <laughs> at home. Uh, <laughs> but it's good to know that Star Wars was uh, was able to pump out a lot of that content um, during this year. Uh, so it was uh, you knew you could rely on on, you know, what Disney was offering. Um, and and yeah, and and, and like Angela said, uh, this po- getting to do this podcast has been you know, amazing. And, uh, it, it, just seeing how far we've come, you know, like our latest episode, doing an episode with Vanessa Marshall was, you know, incredible. Um, and, yeah. um, so seeing where this thing goes into the future is, is totally mm-hmm. exciting. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to continue to look forward to it as, as long as we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. 
I, I only feel like I could kind of echo just about what all you guys are saying. But if I were to like sum it up, I would say it star Wars has brought connection uh, to, mm-hmm. I think to all of us, you know, but, but also to, to me in a different way. I mean, so you guys have this really awesome perspective of, of having your families or Angela, you know, it, it helped you bond with your husband more. Um, I don't, I don't have those same sort of familial attachments. Um, but like I did things like I watched the Mandalorian season two with my dad when I went home uh, right. for Christmas, you know? Yeah. And so that's, that's been a really fun thing to do. But then even just in general on, on kind of the parish level, I, I was transferred to a new parish in uh, August. So like mm. everything was shut down and I have to move to this, I mean, only 45 miles down the road, but I'm, I'm now in, in Laramie, Wyoming, but like to step into a parish as a pastor in the middle of a pandemic and I'm this kind of, you know, I'm a new pastor. I've never done this before. This is all new to me. And then like, and then I have to, to deal with pandemic stuff. It was a lot to try to, to try to just process and deal with, and then to feel a bit disconnected because of it all. Star Wars was a way to connect, which was really fun. So like when I got here, I did, yeah. you know, a, I, I, I kind of put together a bulletin letter and threw it in the bulletin and saying, hey, this is who I am. And and um, of course, I was all very pious about who I was. And then I threw in the, you know, I'm also a big <laughs> geek and Star Wars nerd, you know, and, and the point there was, is that. You know, I'm I'm just as as normal as everybody else. And I and I have these these fun fandoms that I'm that I geek out about. But I was amazed at the response that I got from people. So one of the one of the ladies in the parish uh, has made me Star Wars masks. So I have a I, I have pretty much a mask that I could use at each day of the week. So she like went out and bought the fabric and and. <laughs> And so I have a couple of couple of them that are that are my favorites. One of them has has Boba Fett on on the side. So, you know, I, I wear nice. the mask. <laughs> I wear the mask at mass. And and like I have people commented all the time and they just they love it. And, and, it, and it has a way for them to then approach me, you know, which is which has been just really cool. Or other parishioners who are watching The Mandalorian that then have something that they know that they can connect with me. And then I can share that with them. So, you know, as much as you guys are, are talking about sharing with your family, there's for me, there's been this wider sense of, of connecting with people um, and, and the podcast, too. I would I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you guys have been an awesome blessing, you know, uh, throughout the throughout the pandemic, you know, to, to not have to talk about that, but to talk about something fun and uplifting and to focus on 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 these stories that we love and, and to be able to share that has been just a, a truly, truly fun thing. Um, and then, yeah, Andrew, I can't agree more. Having Vanessa on the show was truly like the highlight of kind of the, the podcast realm for me the past uh, the past year. So. Father, can I just share for, for on behalf of all of us here? Because yes. I think the people would appreciate to know that. So, like, we finished the interview and we're all like super like professional. <laughs> and she's so easy to talk to. And yeah. the moment she leaves that Zoom meeting, we're all like, "Oh my gosh, my gosh, my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was so funny. This huge nerd out moment. So that was fun. <laughs> it was. It was like we needed to debrief <laughs> yeah. after the encounter. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah in, in all honesty vanessa was was just super relaxed and fun and i mean she yeah. would be one of those people that you meet at star wars celebration and you could just go right up to her and start having a conversation and it would just yeah. flow very well yeah so Okay, well, we before we hit our next topic of discussion, I have two more trivia questions to throw out to our listeners and to my co-hosts. So, uh, who is Father Andrew's favorite villain? I feel like that one should be a little bit more obvious to people. And yeah. uh, what is Mike's favorite <laughs> Star Wars ship? Mike, you're getting all the questions at the moment. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> Mike's like, I don't remember what I said. Well, I even tried to get out of it by being like, I don't remember what it, I don't know what it is. He's like, no, no, it's what did you say last year? I'm like, even worse. So. Yep. Yep. We have, we'll a, see. we have the recording. So, so those we of you who are, tape. there's proof. Yeah. <laughs> so again, those of you who are watching us live, go ahead and throw your guesses into the chat room and or into the comments and I will, I will pick those up. So who is my favorite villain and what is Mike's favorite star Wars ship? And we are going to go now to kind of our main topic of discussion. And this one is was was meant to be um, a little bit more deep and, and personal. Uh, we can sometimes get a little kind of caught up in, in just the, the fun of, of Star Wars. And that's that's really great. But it also affects each and every one of us deeply and personally. That's what brought us to do the podcast in the first place. So I, we just kind of want to, want to talk about that. And this was all prompted kind of by Vanessa, even sharing some of her own personal story and journey and faith and how Star Wars all related to that. So we're going to get into some of that. So, um, again, I would probably throw this out to, to Angela first, if she is, if she is willing, uh, how has Star Wars affected or changed you and, and your, in your personal journey and your journey of faith? Um, okay, I have notes. <laughs> so I was Perfect. Like, if I don't write yes. something down, <laughs> I'm just going to go off. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've i already shared on previous shows about how, you know, Star Wars, like how I started with Star Wars and how um, it was a family thing for me. You know, my dad introducing it and um, just coming to just have something that, you know, I'm a fantasy uh, imaginative journey type of person. Um, and I really appreciate meaning and everything. Um, but besides those things, <clears throat> as I was reflecting on this question, you know, I, I was into star Wars when I was young, but then unlike some of y'all, I sort of like, I didn't know about the books really for whatever reason I didn't. Um, so I kind of fell off the star Wars wagon not fully because I still loved it, but I just wasn't doing anything actively with my fandom um, until um, until uh, The Force Awakens came out. And all of a sudden, I just rediscovered like how deep the fandom was and how um, amazing, you know, all these things that were in Star Wars was so, so rich. Um, one of the things that really affected me, I remember after actually seeing The Force Awakens, <clears throat> was Rey. Um, and not just Rey, but also there was, I don't remember who it was, but there was a female pilot in um, in one of the starships. 
sorry, I don't remember, but I just remember that moment um, of seeing a, a female pilot um, on screen. And, uh, you know, we talk about it and I talk about it uh, quite a bit on, on the show, but in reality, you know, I'm still not used to seeing myself depicted on screen as a woman. I'm just not, um, it's always like a novelty for me. Um, and, you know, and also like as, um, a woman of mixed ethnicity also, you know, like just seeing, um, people of color, but especially women of color on screen. Um, so seeing Ray, um, being the central character in this Star Wars trilogy, and then, you know, seeing Rose, um, seeing Princess Leia take on a whole new role as well. Um, it just, I, as I was reflecting on this, I really realized that, um, you know, seeing women in Star Wars and especially this year, you know, with the Mandalorian and what the Mandalorian did with the female characters that we talked about on our show, um, being just important, like, it wasn't like, here's a bunch of women who are now, you know, very obviously like fit into this, mm-hmm. you know, square peg in a circle. Um, it, it just worked and it was so important, I think for me, um, there, you know, it's all over the place, like in pop culture now, thankfully we're seeing more and more like women and people of color on screen, um, which is so important. And I'm thrilled to continue to see that. Um, And I'm so appreciative of Vanessa talking about it on our episode that came out today. Um, But yeah, it's it. I think one thing that Star Wars does is, you know, you see not only people on screen, but you also see a bunch of aliens on screen and you see droids on screen and they all sort of have this, equal stature in a way you know what i'm saying um like they're just as legitimate a character as you know a human or an alien or whatever um and that is i think just there's something about that that allows me to just enter into this other universe where it's like yes there are you know there are societies that are depicted in star Wars. Like there are these planets, there are these, you know, other societies that have their cultures and, and there are some people that are downtrodden and there's some people that are, you know, living at a casino or whatever, but it's just, it's just important for me, you know, to, to see that. And that I, I guess I can't really put that particular feeling into words. Um, but it's good, whatever it is. Um, so, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing has to kind of do with what you were saying, father, Mm -hmm. which is connectedness. Um, and, but this might surprise you in a way, um, not simply connectedness with people, but you know how like I live in Texas and people assume like Texas, like still people today think like Texas is like you walk into a saloon and there's like tumbleweeds and <laughs> it's not like that actually. It's not. Um, no, like maybe in some parts of Texas, but yeah. I live in the city. I'm a city girl. Um, you know, I'm an urbanite in like the Western hemisphere. I don't, my, my point that I'm getting at is 
I don't have a deep connection like by by nature of where I live um, and the society that I live in uh, with the earth or with creation, you know. Um, and I realized as I was reflecting on this question that Star Wars has actually helped me to like heighten my my sense of being connected with other things, other created things. Um, because I think because of like all the different, you know, philosophies and religions and, and mythos and everything that George Lucas put into it, but just this idea of, um, that we're all connected, like the force, you know, um, that, it helps me to realize like, as I talk about the force that then I like take, take off my star Wars hat, you know, in a way. And I just live my life and it's still part of me like that idea. And so I, I think it has helped me to have a better sense that, you know, God is in everything, like not in the pantheistic way, but like that, God has touched and is touching everything and, and we can see God reflected in everything and, and that kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, especially Yoda and the character of Yoda, but the other Jedi as well. Um, and Dagobah has really helped me in that way. Um, so yeah. Um, seeing myself, connectedness to creation and then just I would say ultimately um just pushing me forward like encouraging me that the fight is still worth it you know like that there's still good worth fighting for in the world um and Obi-Wan my favorite character being um being the role model for that in a way um but then also Luke throwing his saber aside and not like in the sequel trilogy <laughs> necessarily, but, you know, in the original trilogy, throwing his saber away and saying, you know, here I am because like he was, again, I bring this up so much, but the theme of vulnerability, the theme of love and giving of oneself because Luke did that because like the worst thing to him was hatred was the lack of love. Right. Like he, he, he threw his saber away because he wanted to connect to his father. And so just all of those things, like, I don't know, I guess that was a mishmash of, <laughs> of so much, but yeah, that's, that's my answer. Thank you for sharing. I think, I think we yeah. can all relate to that. And I mean, it's, it, it's a proof. I mean, it's, it's another recognition of God's inherent goodness in, in his creation, whether that's things that we create, you know, uh, that all plays a part in that as well. You know, God gave us the imagination to, to tell these kind of stories. And that's a, that's a really beautiful thing. I'll let Mike or Andrew go first and I'll take the, I'll take the last. <laughs> Did you, no, do, you, <laughs> do you, do you, do you want to go Andrew or? I'll go. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, you know, it's funny um, getting to, again, talking to Vanessa, getting to 
you know, do a podcast with her, um, you know, I kind of related to her, you know, she, she mentioned she's an only, only child and I'm an only child. Um, so growing up, um, you know, I wouldn't say I was, I was lonely growing up. I was, you know, fortunate enough to, you know, to be around a lot of family and, um, you know, having, you know, having friends and stuff like that. But, um, you, you know, at life at home, you, 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 you are alone, uh, you know, for a, a good portion of the time in your room and, and left to your imagination. So, uh, Star Wars was one of those things that became, I don't know, an obsession, uh, or, you know, just something I just geeked, geeked out over. Um, you know, I would say Star Wars and, and comics and, you know, uh, that, that whole fandom was, was something that I, I was really, um, into at a very young age. And, uh, you know, it, it just became, you know, a place where I could just lose myself and, uh, you know, just go to another world and, and, you know, be able to, you know, spend my time with, uh, you know, all these, all these characters and, and appreciate, you know, with age, you know, uh, I th the cool thing about Star Wars is, you know, it's been around for so long that, um, you know, when I first got into Star Wars, like really into Star Wars was um, right before Phantom Menace came out. And, you know, I had seen the original trilogy and, and was a huge fan of that. And the anticipation of, of the Phantom Menace, I mean, if, if you were, uh, if you're old enough to remember what that was like was just on another level. I mean, um, you know, imagine if like, I don't know, like, in a, like now if like an Avengers movie came out and then another Avengers movie didn't come out for like another 20 to 30 years. I mean, it's, you wouldn't even, you can't even imagine that. Um, but for star Wars fans, um, I mean, I wasn't alive during the original trilogy, but, um, but, but being a fan of it and, and then knowing that this is coming out was like, it, it was something pretty special. And before, before the time of like social media and all that, it was, it was something you could, you could feel just, on a, on a human level in, in society. And, you know, I was, I had friends that were super into Star Wars. So that, you know, just kind of added fuel to the fire. Uh, so uh, I remember being in, in, in sixth grade and, and going to the premiere for Phantom Menace and just uh, it, it, to this day is like probably the greatest, you know, theatrical experience of my life. Um, you know, and then being, being in middle, in middle school, you'd, you don't see the flaws of the the prequel the prequel <laughs> movies, mm -hmm. uh, so they still hold a special place in my heart. Even though you grow older and like, oh my gosh, this doesn't hold up, or, or what were they thinking? Um, so I can appreciate the prequel trilogy uh, in that sort of way. And th that's another thing that I guess you can that Star Wars can hang their head on is that no, no matter what generation that you're you're a part of um there, there's something for you and something for you to enjoy um you know if the old, the older people want to complain about the prequel trilogy fine I, i'm gonna be the guy that's complaining about the sequel trilogy <laughs> uh, so <laughs> if anyone and i mean if if anyone takes offense to that fine you know it's 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 fun to have that sort of we can have that debate uh in, in fandom um without it being toxic uh and uh, it's a good thing um, when we do that here on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's it, and being, you know, I went to film school and, and being, you know, someone that, that works in video production and is, is, is a film buff and and is also, you know, a, 
a guy that goes to like all the, you know, I go to Comic-Con every year and then uh, I'm going to go to Star Wars Celebration uh, whenever that's, you know, next year, if that's able to, to finally happen. Um, so being a part of that, you know, community and, and seeing other people that just share your love for, you know, Star Wars and, and, and all these other pop culture uh, fandoms is, is it's, it's really something it's really cool. I mean, see, even if you're not a fan of everything that uh, someone else is a fan of, like seeing other people being passionate about something is, is always cool to see. Um, uh, as obviously, as long as it's, it's positive and, and it just brings joy. I mean, it, it's, it's really, um, if I, I do encourage people, if, uh, you know, if, if you're a fan of something and, and uh, whether it's Star Wars or, you know, Marvel or whatever it is, um, if you can get to a, a con near you, I mean, there's so many cons now. I mean, once once we get out of this pandemic, um, you know, we're right at the finish line. There, you know, cons are going to start popping up again. I would encourage you to go. You know, even if you are intimidated by them or think it's weird or or lame, uh, just being around people that are just super happy about you know something so like silly like like Star Wars is, is really something special. Um, so uh, getting get, getting to to be a part of that, uh, even now I'm I'm getting into my 30, uh, you know I'm in my 30s. Uh, it's it's still something I look forward to, um, and it, it keeps you young. Uh, so um, I'm not ashamed of it, uh, and uh, I never will be. So uh, it's and it's definitely cooler now to be part part of fandoms like that than it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I yeah, me and my friends were kind of like looked at as like lame or like losers when we were in, really in star wars but now like we're the cool people so <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh boy uh <laughs> i'm just thinking there's so you guys have said such great stuff and you know it's um <laughs> my head's just spitting with all these memories um so um i might be if, if i'm if i'm if i'm remembering correctly here because thomas isn't with us tonight I guess that makes me, I think, the old man. Um, <laughs> and I was really hoping he'd be here, so that wouldn't. No, no, but like, but even so, you know, like, and I, I think he's in the same boat too, where we don't like, you know, I don't have any memories of the original trilogy from childhood because we were just after it. But uh, my mom had a, uh, and I, I might have shared this before too, but I, I found an old like calendar, um, you know, like keep track of the baby stuff, you know, calendar. Which is funny because I was born in January 1984, and um, her notes stop after like June, you know. So, it's like, <laughs> and I'm there now, you know. It's like you know, you write everything down. It's like, well, you know, it's just too much. Yeah, you know, it's, it's too much. You know, that's fine. So it's funny because when you look at the entries, uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't there, but maybe it rubbed off on me a little bit because apparently my parents like first post like birth date that they went on was like I was like two weeks old and they left me with a friend of theirs who's a very close family friend. My middle name is after him, so it wasn't just some dude. But uh it was like two we I'm like two weeks old and they went to see Star Wars on like the like the post theater in Germany because they met in Germany uh in the army, um US Army. They were posted there and got married. I was born there um right, you know, as that movie is starting to I don't know if it was still in US theaters, but it was, you know, sometimes it in the um 
on military posts, you know, it, it gets like a few months later into the rotation or whatever. So they went to see Return of the Jedi in January 1984. And maybe they came home and said something positive about it. I don't know. But I, I don't have a memory of my life when it wasn't a part of my life already. Uh, my grandma has told me, you know, that uh, like three years old walking around with her on like her farm, you know, I've got like a stick and I'm like, stay back. I'll protect you from Darth Vader. You know, so like even memories I don't even have anymore. It was already like a thing. And so this may come as a surprise to you. I hope my friend Tim is listening, by the way. I can be a little dramatic. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Uh, just, just, yeah. Just believe it or not, just tonight. You know, tonight we're listening to uh, uh, Brandon Lake, who's a great like evangelical like Christian musician, and he has a song uh, "Gratitude." We were listening to, and it's a beautiful song. But I just said to my wife like ten seconds in, I said, "Hun, this is like, this is like a song from like that montage scene in like a Christian movie where the and she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know." And I just start <laughs> acting out like a like a fake scene like in the living room, you know. And she's like, <laughs> "So, but my my point with that is it really uh, something you said, Angela, that that got out, you know, that really got to me was." You know, I grew up in a, a pretty rural area. We're, we're near Harrisburg, PA, uh, just up the road from Gettysburg. You know, it's just really beautiful. It's it's a lot of rolling kind of hills and stuff, a lot of farmland, a lot of nature. Um, not far from Emmitsburg, Maryland, you know, where uh, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton was. And so I, uh, I've always been exposed to a lot of nature and bright stars at night, you know, just uh, where my grandma lives in upstate PA is like the second most um bright sort of place in the u.s to see stars like arizona's number one and this one little tiny spot of pennsylvania's number two or something and so i i think just even from a young age i was really captivated by just the wonder and awe you know of of god's creation and what's so cool is you know star wars dovetailed with that you know because it's like i you know in my case i was already kind of maybe primed for it but even so like it really enhanced my my wonder and just looking up at the stars and stuff at night and uh um, and I'm stealing a little bit from Jerry Seinfeld here when I say he, he talks about boys like little boys playing comic book heroes. And he says, you don't understand. He goes, these are not fantasies. These are options, <laughs> you know, and I've sometimes thought that with Star Wars, it's like I, I know it's not real, mm-hmm. but but it is a little bit right. You know, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, so just my whole life, all the, the same stuff that most people, I think, in, in my demographic would say just about growing up with all that. You know, and then, of course, I was a freshman when Phantom Menace came out. So, like, the, I never lost my love for Star Wars, but same thing a lot of you guys have said, too, where it's like you don't exactly go around, like, broadcasting it, you know, in the public school, like, when you're a freshman, you know, and, like, I had this bad haircut at the time. I got my little, like, trapper, you know, like, you're not, like, I don't want to put a target on my face, you know what I mean? So, like, you kind of bury that a little bit. But in the midst of that, you know, I, I found friends along the way. You know, who uh, and I'm not at all claiming Star Wars as a religion. I know some people think it is. It's not. okay. but, you know, in the early days of Christianity, when like, you know, you draw like half the fish in the sand, you know, as you're talking to the guy and then he draws the other half, you know, like you don't really (laughs) want it to be known. But you're like, yeah, you know, so um, I'll never forget just real quick little rewind. Uh, It was sixth grade for me. It was uh, spring 1996. I'll never forget my friend Arthur who um, uh, sadly is no longer with us. That's that's a whole other story. But, you know, uh, I'll mention at the end here. But but he comes into science class and he sits down next to me and he holds up those Decipher Star Wars customizable card game 
you know, like that, that deck, you know, they, they were, uh, magic, the gathering was a big deal. I wasn't into it myself, but that was like that era. And he's like, look, star Wars cards. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I'm like, who's Tyree? You know, like you're going through all like these, like, like these, like second, third, fourth tier characters. And you're like, oh, oh, that's what Dantooine looks like. You know, and it was all just like, it wasn't from the movies, but some of it was, and you know, and so that for several years was like a, that was a real big sort of re-engagement with the Star Wars universe at like a really nerd level, you know, like, you know, who has, you know, like Obi-Wan has this power level and this ability level and, you know, and talk about a nerd, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, but it really like drew me in and like all the different textures of it and how it all like, connected. Uh, and then of course, you know, as I got into college and like the prequels were coming out, um, you know, like lifelong fan, just ever deepening sort of levels of appreciation. And then I think after that, like in my late 20s, I think I really started to just in my reading and interest, especially as I was starting to teach theology, um, learning more about like Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey and archetypes and, and you know, and and the story of like behind the story and how Lucas was formed and and, and all of that just enriched the whole experience, you know, for me. And uh and like I mentioned my friend Arthur and like losing him a few years ago, uh, very uh, unexpectedly, you know, for me, on one hand, it's like I can't help but like, you know, that that's always like this shadow, you know, over all those memories in a sense from sharing that with him, you know, in middle school and high school. But by the same token, I feel like there's almost like a vicarious appreciation I, I, I just carry around with me, even when I'm not thinking about it, where I feel kind of like all of my fandom now, you know, at this completely like loosed like loosened whole new level you know where it's like i don't care who i, I tell my students about it every day because they what are they gonna do you know <laughs> like like they're sitting there like this morning i'm like hi guys uh i'm actually i know you think i'm gonna talk about star wars today don't worry i'm actually not i am wearing chewbacca socks you know and i show them they're like uh, you know it's like you know what are you gonna do we have a whole you know those um the blankets that you can put your arms through like the fleece blankets you yeah. know yeah. And I'm so sorry if whoever got it for me is listening to this and I forget who you are, uh, you know, <laughs> but a family member, a friend, somebody, everybody knows I love Star Wars. Star Wars is everywhere. They got me this blanket for Christmas and I don't I don't wear blankets, you know, so like I'm like, I want to, you know, so it was, it was folded here in the house, but I took it into my classroom a few weeks ago. We pinned it up on the the corkboard strip across the back of the room. So there's this like full length Darth Vader body, <laughs> like you know, shroud in the back of the room. Um just you know so so it's it's this ever present sort of reality but with my friend i just the last thing i'll say is just it's like this this kind of like i, I feel like he's with me in that you know what i mean and that experience to kind of like i'm, I'm kind of doing it for both of us because i know it's part of the sadness but also part of the you know the the joy too of just knowing that like this is something we would have shared you know just like we did when we were 12 you know and uh in a way we still can you know so i feel almost like i owe it to him to really just like go crazy be on a panel, <laughs> you know, interview Vanessa Marshall, whatever it is. So I, I'm just really, it's, it's a joy and it's just so much, uh, it just has to always be fun, you know? And that's what I always come back to. It's, it's, it's fun. There's depth to it. But at the end of the day, I think Lucas himself said, you know, one of the guys from rebel force radio said, he asked him one time, like, why do you keep making star Wars? He said, he looked at him like he was the, like an idiot, you know? And he's like, cause it's fun. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Why do I keep making it? It's, it's a good, it's a good answer. That's awesome. I, I sort of like could share in just about all of your, your journeys and stories. And for me in a particular way, um, there's, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, Star Wars does on a, on a very deep level. It, 
I, I sort of kind of would title this sort of little mini presentation would be a reclamation of the inherent goodness that God has given me. And what I mean by that is this, is that when I was, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, uh, my older brother was, uh, the Trekkie and he continues to be the Trekkie and, uh, and, and I, and I, and I like Star Trek too, but, but there was a point there where I couldn't like what he liked and he being the (laughs) older brother, he, he, he laid down the rules. I had to choose my own thing. And so I, I, I don't even remember exactly what drew me. Well, it was, it was attack of the clones, but I don't even remember why we went to see attack of the clones in theaters. It was, I, I know I went with my brother and, and for some reason, um, that clicked with me that, that, that whole world. And so star Wars became my thing. And so I you know, jumped into to the Legends books, the expanded universe, as they called it back then. And and these characters became my friends. And, you know, and so like I we would <laughs> go on vacation and I would have my Star Wars books with me to read on the road. And, and just I just I loved them. And so it became very, very core of, of just kind of, you know, my my geekiness, my fandom, even in, in junior high and high school. And I unfortunately did not have friends who shared that same geekiness. I was kind of a loner when it came to when it came to Star Wars. And so even in in high school, um, there there was I I was verbally bullied for being the the goody two shoes and the teacher's pet and and all of that kind of stuff. And and so I I did not have the best high school experience. Um, in terms of academics, I was fine, but in terms of like, just feeling like I belonged, I didn't feel like I belonged. And I felt like, essentially, I felt like there was something wrong with me because everybody was making fun of me or like, they just, I don't know, they, 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 they weren't my friends and I wasn't part of the cool kids. And there was one time in particular, um, that, uh, (sighs) This is this is a cyberbullying story, and it was really um, horrible and, and, and atrocious. And uh, one of my classmates <clears throat> created a blog, an anonymous blog, and just like line by line, just trash talked me. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments in that whole blog post was, "Maybe I should speak Wookie so that way you un- you understand me." And mm-hmm. like that like hit so close to 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 my heart because i mean and not that my identity was in star wars but but that was something that was part of of who i was and what you know and and what i loved and and i was being trashed because of it you know and and so it it for me in high school then it became it it became this secretive thing i was a closet star wars geek because Right. I just assumed if if I shared it, I was going to get made fun of and it wasn't a good thing. And so there was this like I developed a sense of almost like guilt, like I really shouldn't be liking Star Wars because it's childish. It's whatever. It's not cool. Um, I'm just going to get made fun of. And so I really should just kind of put all this stuff away and, and you know, leave childish things behind and, you know, become an adult and. Oh, whatever, you know, that, but that, that, that was like, that was kind of the, I can articulate in, in words now, but back then I, I had, it was just a feeling like I just, I felt dirty because I like this thing that obviously everybody else thinks is trash and, and yet I, I really like it. 
so the, the spiritual journey there became, um, just kind of in growing with who I was as a human being and meeting new people. And in particular going to seminary then, and just learning more about theology and learning, learning to recognize my inherent goodness that God created me and he created me good. He didn't create me, you know, with this, with this bad part or this corrupted part. And, and I, and I really struggled with that for, for a number of years and had to, had to continue to kind of grow through it. And it wasn't until I think it was my first year of theology that I was like finally comfortable to just broadcast like, Yes, I like Star Wars. Yes, you know, and like finally maybe starting to put like some things up in my in my dorm room, you know, that were Star Wars related. So when people came over to visit, you know, they could, oh, you like Star Wars, you know, and, and so at that point, people were were way more OK with it. I, I didn't have the same um, animosity uh, reaction from it, you know, but there was also just this recognition that it's perfectly good that I like Star Wars. There's nothing wrong with it. And, and in fact, that's, that's one of the, one of the cool ways that God created me, father, Andrew Kinstetter, you know, that's, that's nobody else has the gifts and talents and the, the, the exact same geekiness that I have. That's what God gave me. And I, and I really had to, to learn to just really embrace that. Um, and, I mean, you can kind of see the end of it. Like I host a Star Wars podcast and I'm known as Father Fett online, you know, and, and so like I finally, uh, you know, decades process here, like learned that, you know, uh, I had a, there was a, um, he's a priest now, uh, but at the time when we were in seminary, he's a deacon and he, he was giving a, a homily one time and, and he ended up saying, as long as you're not sinning, God delights in what you delight in. And that has just stuck yeah. with me because like there, there are so many people and, and I had that temptation too, that it was almost like we can't like these things, the, the geekiness, the, the, the childish things, because they're somehow, you know, not worth doing or they're not, you know, in line with, with, you know, even, even some people can take it on a spiritual level, a bit too far. That is if you're doing anything that's, that's not related directly to God or religion, it's wrong. And that's not, that's not right at all. I mean, you know, as, as long as, as long as we're not sinning, God delights in all the things that we as his creation create, you know? And so Star Wars is part of that and the, the minds that right. go into it and the people that I've met. And then of course, Andrew, you were mentioning cons. Um, I started to go, I went to my first comic con in, uh, I was just ordained a priest and it was Denver comic con in 2016. And I wore my, my clerics. And, and in fact, I always wear my clerics when I go to cons and I wear different t-shirts depending on, uh, I theme my t-shirts on who I'm going to meet. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I, I also get made fun of for how many different t-shirts I have because of that. If you, if you look at my pictures, but like there, there was this freedom of going as a priest to a comic con and just geeking out with everybody and loving it and connecting with, with the celebrities connecting with, with the other attendees. And, and it was a really, I mean, a celebration of, of God's creation, both in me as a person, but also in everybody that, that was there. So, you know, that, that is what star Wars and, and this whole journey has, has really done for me is it's, it's, it's made me more, um, I guess it, it's made me more who I am and it's made me embrace who I am. And, and that's exactly what, what we should do. 
you know, as we, as we look at how God made each and every one of us, we, we should look at ourselves as the way he, he looks at us with, with love. And, and, uh, and these things are not, they're not things to shy away from, but junior high and high school is horrible for that. But yeah. I I just want to ask you a real quick question. I just prompted from what you just said, because I almost wonder, and maybe you could speak to this a little bit, but I mean, do you think just from your own experience that 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 journey, you know, of finally being able to to embrace that fandom, do you think that that might have contributed to then, for example, you going to Comic Con and clerics? Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, because because I'm sure that it's it's not always easy, you know, to go into those public places where you know you may yep. not from the your your vocational standpoint. So I, I just I wonder that's I, that's that just hit my mind. I wonder if that might have contributed even to that, you know, in God's God's plan. That well, and that and that's a that's a fascinating take on it because on the one hand, you can sort of shy away from I'm going to be a closet Star Wars fan and never going to share that. Yeah. On the other hand, you could also be tempted to go to a Comic Con, which is potentially very very secular, and like be a closet Catholic. Right. You know, and and yeah. so I I intentionally bridge the two. Because right. I'm because I'm 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 comfortable with who I am. I've you know, I've I've embraced both my my Star Wars fandom, but also my identity as first and foremost, a beloved son of God, but then also yeah. my identity as a priest. And it's really amazing the the people that I've encountered. So so I've I've right. encountered other Catholics who, you know, um, one in particular came up to me and just was so happy that I was there in clerics and was, was like, you know, yeah, way to go. And, and she was from one of the local parishes and, and, you know, almost kind of making the whole, you know, we're, we're called to be uh leaven in the world, you know? And so this was kind of right. a way for me to be, to be present in the midst of, of something yeah. that's not inherently religious, you know? So I've, I've had those encounters. I've had encounters with, with other priests at cons, uh, one, um, actually in particular who wasn't in clerics and, and was very, he commended me for wearing my clerics, mm. you know? And so that was, that was really cool. And I, and I hopefully inspired him to do the same because there's, there's something, the public witness of it is, is really important as well. And I, and I don't do it to get attention, you know, I right. do it because right. it's who I am. And, and so that's, that's the key point. And then of course I have the encounters with celebrities who, <laughs> They they vary all across the board. I've never had a bad encounter, um, but I often have the "oh, I grew up Catholic" encounter, right? And then it's right. like, uh, okay, you know, and, and and that's not quite the place to to you know really get too deep into a into a talk of religion because they're signing an autograph for me and I've got to you know get mo- get moving. <laughs> yeah, the, you know? the next person, like... <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, but then I've had I've had really awesome encounters with people just waiting in line for autographs, and I've sure, made some really yeah. cool friends. You know, and yeah, and just there's 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 so much there that the collar opens up some of those conversations where people wouldn't have um, said anything otherwise. And so I, nice. yeah, I, I I really love it, and and um, and then I do get there. Are, there are some celebrities who. Um, uh, Carrie Elwes in particular, uh, he is, uh, Wesley from the princess bride. Um, yeah. he is a he very, played, he played Pope John Paul II. Uh, yep. yeah. And, and yep. he is, he is a, he's an active practicing Catholic. And so like when I met him, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when I met him, wow. his immediate reaction to me 
was to go write down a couple names on a post-it note of people he knew that I think they had cancer or something. And he wanted me to pray for them. So, so like I, (laughs) I've had, I've had encounters, I mean, across, across the spectrum of, of never a bad encounter. Often, you know, it's the confusion, like, you mean you can't, you're not ever going to get married and, and the, the you know, that yeah, kind no, of, right. you, really know. Stuff, right? yeah. um, you know, but what are you doing here? <laughs> right. But then when they are you see, allowed to be here? are you allowed to be here? Like, yeah. <laughs> but then they see my, my, my geeky t-shirt and they're like, you know, and it just, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a bridge builder there. You know, like I can, I yeah. can bridge things where, where people uh, just, yeah, it's it's so much fun, and and I I have been it's deprived. Like, it's like Paul in the that. Acropolis or something, you know. <laughs> right. Like it's, you know, it's just <laughs> right. Hmm. Uh, wow. So so yeah. So on that note, Andrew, uh, I hopefully will get to meet you in person at Star Wars Celebration 2022. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to that. So yeah, hopefully uh, <laughs> yeah, that comes together. <laughs> been delayed too long. So yeah. Uh, so that'll be good. I already have tickets. So, um, as long as, uh, everything, everything goes through, I will, I will be there. So we are going to, uh, transition now, unless there was any other follow-up comments or, uh, anything from, from any, any of you guys. No. Um, so just a reminder to anybody who's watching us live, um, we are doing trivia questions that you guys can get prizes for, but also, and I keep forgetting to to say this, if you have questions for us that you want us to answer on the podcast, um, go ahead and throw those into the chat as well. And I will collect those and we will answer questions from you guys at uh, the end of the, the episode. So be sure to do that. And I have two more trivia questions to throw your way. And so the first one is going to be, what would Thomas's force power be based on his personality? Oh, what did he say? I think I re- Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, keep, keep, keep thinking about that. And then uh, what would Andrew Hermes's force power be based on his personality? Let's see if he remembers, but... Gosh, I, I have no idea. Okay, that one I kind of remember. That has something to do with, like persuading people right or something like oh, that you might be right <laughs> might be right so that that's a freebie for anybody out there yes Anna, you're right okay. but we're blame, well, it. <laughs> blame it in the chat now oh, that or angela we uh you get it you get an autographed photo from from all yeah, of, you, us. Of, of us <laughs> <laughs> you did not get that hint <laughs> Okay, we are going to transition to our next fun topic, and we decided that we wanted to have a discussion on the best viewing order of the movies. Uh, Mike's got his notes. Very oh, clear there. Ready. I'm not ready for oh, this. He's, he's ready. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the first two that are that are the most common. They are not my recommendation um, or some of the kind of obscure another obscure uh, recommendation. So, um, the most common I think I don't know if that's fair to say, but the most common uh, way to watch the movies would be the release order. So starting with um, Episode Four, New Hope, going to Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then the prequels one, two, three. And then jumping to The Force Awakens 7, and then we are going to throw in Rogue One and Solo. So Rogue One would happen next, and then The Last Jedi, 
and then Solo, and then The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's like you list it, and then it's like, oh, gosh, that's so confusing. <laughs> like, if that's your first time. Yep. Wow. Or you could go in chronological order. So chronological order flows easier to some degree. Uh, yeah. You've got the prequels, episode one, two, three, and then Solo, and then Rogue One, and then episodes four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So any reactions to either of those before we get to the kind of the more obscure ones? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. I well, know, that's, I'm, I'm, the first one is the order that that I saw them in. Yeah. I think all of yeah. us saw yeah. them, and that's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that should make the most sense. Well, I, 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 I that would be my. I would I would tell people to see it in the order they were released because just to get their. I mean, I, I guess it would be cool to, to have people like if they're watching it for the first time, to just watch it in in one of the more obscure orders or in chronological order, but. Um, you know, I feel like just just so people can kind of share the same experience, it might, it might be boring, but I think the release order is what I would tell people to go with. Wow. Start with the best and end with the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You're not opinionated at all, are you? <laughs> nah. Oh my goodness, Mike. What are your thoughts? You know, it's funny. I I did. Um, I was honestly, I was probably just scraping around for a podcast topic this like a like maybe two years ago um and uh because nine wasn't out yet but but it it fits into this and uh uh i was like i could you know or i could do a mike's ultimate viewing order like it was just a random thought you know and uh i was doing a, a rewatch at the time so uh, what i discovered was i actually i personally tried this out and i i found you know i mean i know like everything that's going to happen every moment, right? You know, we all do of these movies, but I was pleasantly surprised. And, and then I later discovered that, and maybe I had read this somewhere, but I, I don't really think this is super original because I think it's just kind of a modified version of that, you know, the shotgun order that you hear about. And I forget who the guy was who, who mentioned this a few the, years ago. So it, the machete uh, order or machine there, there's, there's yep. that there's machine. Yeah. It, I think it's kind of similar and, and different people have, have kind of come to this. So this is not like my original, there might be one or two things that are a little different, but there's two, there's two versions of it. And I'll just give the bigger one. Cause if you leave out rogue one and solo, it's, it's obviously you're just going with the, the, um, the uh, numbered, you know, Skywalker saga films, but I, I include those two. So this might be a little controversial, but I tried it and I found it pretty cool. Um, to actually watch Rogue One first, just be, because it, it's it's up to such a sort of a modern kind of expectation, like, you know, the, the quality yeah. we tend to expect and the drama and the music and everything like that. Because like like Andrew was saying, too, you know, I, I would never dream of criticizing episode four. But, you know, with A New Hope, like there is a lot to be said for just movies were done differently in 1976, 77, you know, when they're filming it. And, and uh, so if you're trying to introduce somebody, I don't know how well that would work or they might get bored, uh, you know. So um, but watching Rogue One was interesting because it's so dramatic and it's it's the stakes are so high and the way they introduce it. Like if you try to watch it pretending that you've never seen anything else, I think it's really well contained and Vader looms large in it, but he's not. He doesn't he doesn't overshadow Krennic. 
so the way they introduce like this this really mysterious character, you get these references to uh, the Jedi. You don't know what they are. They're kind of mysterious, you know. So there's all these cool things I discovered watching it that way. And then to have that go, especially with the Vader intro, yeah. you know, to have that be your start point for him. At, I mean, at the end of the movie. And then so to have that go right into A New Hope, which I found cool because then it's like your mind is already like, vaguely aware of how much more vader's capable of than what you see him do in a new hope you know and then you watch empire after that you know you get this this flow and then what's cool is what i like to do is at the end of empire strikes back you have this like crazy moment with with you know the reveal of vader being luke's father you don't know about that yet it's still uh, it uh, preserves the surprise of it then you go back and watch the prequels as sort of like an extended flashback Kind of, you know, and you get the whole backstory and all that. You build up through Revenge of the Sith. Uh, and then I watched Solo because what was cool about that, and like the sequence works, but because you've already watched Empire, you already have like Lando, mm-hmm. you know, and Han. So that's not the first time you see them. So you can kind of compare it. Uh, and then through, then back to episode six to round things out with that much more like drama behind it, you know, uh, and then the sequel trilogy kind of in sequence after that. Um, so that's, and there's a lot of other, other cool things. I, I kind of went into detail that when I did that show a couple of years ago on it, but I just found it was really fun. You know, uh, like you get Chewie on Kashyyyk, you know, in episode three, but you already know who he is because you saw, you know, episode four and five, mm-hmm. uh, you know? Um, so anyway, I just, I thought it, it really seems to uh, preserve the surprises. Like if you watch him in just like Roman numeral order, there is no surprise, you know, at the right. end of Empire Strikes Back. And that's the most epic, you know, film surprise of all time, you know. So, yeah, I just I really found that that is a fun way to kind of go through it and, and kind of get those different textures, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's similar to kind of my ideal kind of viewing order. Um, I was kind of uh, reflecting on this a little bit. And and so I, I, I mine's a little bit different than, than yours. And mm-hmm. uh, what what I what I would suggest is starting with four because that's like the, the one that started it all, you know? Uh, but then I, I sort of call this like my flashback order. So start with four and then watch rogue one. So you've, you've got the flashback of how, wow. how they then, you know, were able to get the plans to destroy the death star. And then you continue with five because you want that surprise reveal of, of who Darth Vader is um, in relation to Luke and then you have the major flashback where you go back to one, two, and three to get then Anakin's story on how he became Darth Vader. <laughs> and then you go to six and then seven. So at the end of seven, when Han dies, then you get the flashback to his story in Solo. Uh, and then well, you finish cool. with eight and nine. Dude. <laughs> so that's a trip i i have that's not i have not could gone like through that but could, could you review that one last time yeah, I'm actually yeah. this down so four rogue one so four four rogue one five one yeah. two three six okay. seven solo eight nine. Oh yeah yeah nice i'm gonna try that next <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm the only one left right um, okay. My, <laughs> I, I'm always asked this question and I think before, before today, 
I'm cl- I'm claiming my identity right now on this <laughs> podcast. Um, before today, I was like, oh, I have to do this. Like everybody like asks this question and every everybody has their own opinion and they have their, you know, I mean, you might rethink it, but everybody has their answer. So I was like, but I'm like, I'm on a podcast about Star Wars. Like I've got to have an answer to this, but I'm claiming my gut feeling right now, which is, always like whenever I am such a like a one-on-one small group type of person and I I if I ever met somebody a friend of mine who wanted to get into Star Wars and wanted to know how to watch the movies I would base my recommendation on that person like that person's personality Mm -hmm. do they really like cinema Mm -hmm. you know do they really like action movies do they like romance like you know I would I would really, honestly, it would be a person to person decision. And that has always been my gut feeling, but I've never had the courage to actually say that. It's like evangelization. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yep. Well, I work in evangelization full time, right. so maybe that's why. That's where it comes nice. from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's my answer. That's awesome. I I mean, yeah, we each we each have totally a different take on it, which is which cool. is kind of the point and that's that what that's what makes for good for good discussion so um uh those who are listening or even listeners after the fact uh if you have a different or unique order that you guys think would be fun definitely let us know so either in the chat or you know email us uh because we we definitely like to know that and share that on on the podcast in the future uh going back to our live audience uh we have a couple more questions uh, trivia questions for for autographs, and so these ones are a little bit different. Where would Thomas build his vacation home? So, which planet in the Star Wars universe would Thomas build his vacation home? Andrew, you're up next. Where would you build your vacation home? I think I remember this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on to it, and we'll let we'll let uh, yeah. uh, all the guesses come in first. Um, also, again, just a reminder, if you have any questions that you want us to answer, we will answer those at the end of the podcast. So throw those into the comments. Next up, we By are the way, going in, in, in yeah. theory, shouldn't the vacation home thing stick? Because if we're talking about investing and in like <laughs> this place, I'm going to go back to over and over. It probably shouldn't have changed in the last year, but now I'm nervous that it did. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to go, go through that because um, I, I do remember what. I think I remember what each of yours is. I remember I didn't use, what I said. I, I didn't I use everyone's, I but I think, yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll uh we'll we'll come back to that and see if you're <laughs> you're able to remember and and have that into your investment investment. Uh, so since this is a, a video podcast today, this is always the important thing to show things. So I asked each of my co-hosts to bring a couple items for a classic elementary school show and tell. So I think we'll start with Angela, if she would be so willing to uh, show us a couple of whatever, whatever Star Wars related things she wants to show us this round. Sure. Um, Well, my first one is what I'm wearing. Uh, It's. My co-hosts have seen this, but it's the Ahsoka Tano long sleeve from uh, her universe uh, with the Leku pattern on the arms. Um, I just Which got is this. Not, a, it's not easy to get, huh? That's no, like a, 
Oh, highly yeah. sought after shirt. It yeah. is super highly sought after. Um, yeah. I just got this a few weeks ago. I've been wanting this for probably uh, years. <laughs> um, they make great however, stuff. whenever sure. they released the design, because I've been like on their email list for a while, um, I was like, I want that. And of course, like every time they've re uh, released it, it's been sold out. So I finally got it. Um, yay. But Ahsoka is my second favorite character. Um, so yeah. And also a plug for her universe. Um, it's, uh, I know a lot of people know it as like a, a female, like, um, source for female fandom fashion, but it's actually now it's everybody, um, even infants and, I think they even have like pet stuff too, but just everybody can go get awesome, unique designed uh, official merchandise on all kinds of fandoms from her universe. So plug for that. They're great. Yeah. I'll plug them too. Yeah. I've actually met, I forget her name, the the owner of, of her universe. Ashley Eckstein? Yes. Is she the owner? Um, yeah. Yeah. She started um, her universe. Okay. And, yeah. uh, yeah, she the yeah we all know who she is. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was drawing a blank on her. Um, yeah, there she's incredible. Uh, she there she's usually at. Uh, they always have a booth at Comic Con and at almost all the cons. And uh, yeah, they they have long lines and, and a lot of exclusive stuff. So yeah, I, I'd definitely give her a plug. Awesome. And then Father has um, something. Uh, for my second show and tell, uh, and that is um, my desk at work. <laughs> um, so I've talked about this, I think, on a previous show, but I just wanted to show you guys um, what my desk at work looks like. So um, there's a Death Star calendar on there. Um, I took this today. Obviously, it says May 4 on it. And um, that one is the one that my coworker has got me for a birthday. Pretty much everything that I own Star Wars, like somebody has gotten it for me, except this shirt. <laughs> um, and uh, then I have my Obi-Wan um, uh, pop figure there, uh, bobblehead. And it's always neat to see people's reactions when they walk in because um, I work, like I said, in an evangelization um, ministry and uh, and my office is like when people come for tours it's like one of the first things that they turn in down the hallway and see and um, then they like I know they see my Star Wars things and usually it's a little bit cleaner than that so they really stand out and um, I just you know it's cool because sometimes people feel free to be able to have a conversation kind of like what you were saying father um, mm-hmm so that's neat. And, um, uh, but the other funny thing that I talked about on the show was that, um, I have pictures of my bishops. We just got another auxiliary bishop, um, a few days ago. And, um, so I need to get a picture of him to put there, but it's very funny. I think that they're right near the, the dust star. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange, but that's just the way it turned out it, that they have to be there. So, um, yes, may the force be with them as well. <laughs> Mike, you want to go next? Um, well, so, uh, yeah, there's uh, the wall is always growing back here, but a lot of that was already there. 
these are from uh, Flagology. Uh, I guess they have a license with uh, some Star Wars merch since it's Disney stuff and everything. So I, they're garden flags. And all I did was I got the little like uh, Velcro sticky things, you know, like the double back. And I stuck it on my bookshelf so I can swap these out okay. for future shows. I have some you know, Christmas one, Halloween. I was like, this is going to be fun. This, I think Andrew hinted already at something like this. This, uh, <laughs> this, this was not for me originally. It, well, <laughs> I say it wasn't, but so let me, it's, of course, you've probably seen. Is he going to do it? There he goes. Yeah. You know? Nice. Now, we have to leave him turned off most of the time because he sounds too much like our baby Renata. Um, and so it's like, is the baby awake? Like, oh, no, it's Grogu again. Oh, no. And the, the funny story behind that, if my friend Tim is listening, of course, he'll love this because I bought it. It was before Christmas. And I see it and I'm like, oh, man, Noel would love this thing. And deep down, there's probably a little bit of like, I, I would love this thing and whatever. And the, the price tag on it, it all happened so fast at Target. I grabbed the thing. I just I'm checking out with so a bunch of stuff. It did. And I'm going into the, I didn't even look at the receipt. Like it was a huge amount, but it was just like, we, we were getting a lot of stuff. Uh, and so my wife was not with me at the time. So uh, I thought I'd ask permission, forgiveness rather than permission. <laughs> so I'm walking out to the car and I'm texting my buddy. I sent him a picture of this thing. And I was like, dude, look what I just got. And so he writes back as I'm get like, I'm getting the text as I'm looking at the receipt, walking to the van in detail. And it's like 60 bucks. And I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. Um, and and he, he writes back, he immediately texts back. He goes, sweet, was that the one at Target for like $70? So like he immediately knows. And I'm like, apparently so. I said, but I got it for 60 because then, then it becomes like, well, I got a deal. And, you know, but, but meanwhile, my brain's trying to justify it. So, so that's, he's around, which has been fun. Somebody got me these for, uh, for Christmas, the family. I don't know if you can see these. Um, I, I think Dom had these too, the light side and dark side playing card decks, which are cool. Uh, then there's, of course, <laughs> I got this, uh, at Michael's in the, the you're going to get package. And I, I think just, that's you know, my favorite element of your whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> Angela has commented on it. I was like, it's, there may or may not be some YouTube videos or like a reference in a YouTube video here or there on my channel where I may have said some things I regret about Snoke, but whatever. Uh, not so much Snoke, but what happened to him. And then last but not least, the thing I'm most proud of, this was the this was the big one this year, the uh, the mm, Obi-Wan hilt. So and awesome. this sucker, this is like so cool. several pounds. It's probably like I don't know, two or three pounds. And the guy, it's a, I give a shout out to uh, Roman props. His name's Roman. Uh, and he spent years, he has a whole story on his website, which is cool. He spent years tracking down every single specific part that went into the original Obi-Wan saber and uh, found them and made his own from it. But then since then he has like a machine shop and he machine like himself, he creates uh all the individual pieces in his machine shop, like according to original spec. So they're not original parts, but they're identical to screen accurate original parts. And Obi-Wan, like Angela, my favorite character, um, is is uh, this is pretty cool. So I, I needed to have this before the Obi-Wan show came out. Hmm. And I didn't know at the time when that would be. So now I can sit there holding it with my popcorn uh, whenever <laughs> that show airs. So that's my stuff I want to show. Cool. So cool. I wanted to share this. Uh, this is a book that recently came out. Um, oh. It's uh, The Empire yep. Strikes Back from a Certain Point of View. Mm -hmm. um, I highly recommend it. So it's a bunch of uh, bunch of authors. I don't know if they're all Star Wars writers or just people that or, or writers that are fans of Star Wars too that contributed. I got it recently, so I haven't gone through the whole book. 
but um what it, it they take um you know a, like a famous scene from empire and they they retell it from like an obscure character's point of view so it's really neat it's it's really cool um it, it's it's commemorating the 40th anniversary of the film and um uh yeah i'm enjoying it so far so you know, there a lot. You know, I mean, if you go to any bookstore or, or you go on Amazon, obviously there's like a ton of different, like, you know, like oh, here's a book on all the different, you know, sh- ships from Star Wars, and and like uh, I have a book like uh, how to like like how to not get killed by an Ewok, like those sort of like you know party books, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, this one kind of stands out because and is unique because it's like it's, I mean. It, you can see if you can see like these are all the different like it's contributors. Huge. So you, mm-hmm. there yeah. there are so many different stories, um, oh and uh, you can just get lost in it, and it's and it's really cool. Pretty sure like, John I, Jackson Miller is one of the authors in there. Oh, is like, he? Nice. Just FYI. Yep, he's on there. Yeah. yeah. Like there's uh, just for example, I'll read some from the sleeve. Uh, so Austin Walker, um, he explores the unlikely partnership of bounty hunters Dengar and IG88 as they pursue Han Solo. And Green Chronicles, the life of a naturalist caring for tauntauns on the frozen world of Hoth. So <laughs> it's stories that you've never, you wouldn't even think of. Uh, oh and it's, it's really entertaining. Um, so, so I highly recommend that. Um, can I just say, too, that um, I got the first version of that of the, um, from a certain point of view. And, um, and those books actually go towards a charity to help children in need. So another oh, wow. reason to buy cool. the, um, from a certain point of view books. Cool. Nice. I didn't even know that. That's cool. My next thing. Oh, there goes my mic. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I got this stormtrooper drone. Oh, Oh, it's a drone. <laughs> yeah. It's a oh, drone. Yeah. Oh, wow. So cool. yeah, you can fly it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I'm not going to fly it. Uh, indoors but um (laughs) i've done it before and it's it's a disaster but i don't know i just thought it was cool i mean there's not much to it it's a drone and it's got a stormtrooper on it um is he the one who hit is is that jason sudeikis no it's it's the one who hit do we know which one that is no (laughs) yeah i gotta i gotta take it let me see if i can unmask him no but uh (laughs) yeah um I, i yeah i thought this was neat um that's and so cool. uh, yeah, it was fairly. I mean, for what it is, it was. I don't remember how much I paid for it, but it was it was fairly uh, inexpensive. Um, drones these days are just a dime a dozen now. So mm-hmm. um, if you're gonna get one, why not get a Star Wars? Right. Uh, <laughs> and one more thing I have back here. Oh, I like uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very old and retro Star Wars lunchbox. Um, yeah, A New Hope. It's kind of dusty, but. So did you actually you know. use that in elementary school? Um, I did. I did okay. use this. Absolutely. Really? Um, That's so cool. I didn't use it. I didn't use it often because I did. I did like it. And also, it. I mean, it didn't make sense to, to bring a tin lunchbox. <laughs> that was more before my time. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I have used that. I can say that. Um, That's so cool. It's something. Yeah. One of the few uh, things that I've held on to for for that long. Um, so, nice. Yeah. That's what I got. That's awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, for me, uh, one of the uh, silver linings of the past year without in-person cons is there have been so many virtual cons, and I have been just enjoying those to no end. Um, And 
Uh, one website in particular is uh, one that I probably shouldn't frequent as much as I do, but it's called Star Wars Autograph Universe. And so they have been getting... <laughs> yeah, Mike, you laugh. <laughs> They've been getting some of the... Especially from the it's Mandalorian. So tips for me. I didn't get to make it. But he was like, Father would send me like, hey, you make sure you check it out. I was like, oh my God, I can't. so awesome. So they they've been getting some some of the like more recent actors to do private signings, and so they've they've um, gotten Pedro Pascal and a lot of them from The Mandalorian. So I've got a, still a number of orders in the works with them, Rosario Dawson and Ahsoka. Like I'm super excited for these. Um, so uh, th- I'm going to share two. Um, this one I got roughly a year ago, but it is a full cast uh, wow. from nice. Rebels. So. Uh, That's all, so cool. all the main, all the main <laughs> cast. And, and of course, if you buy oh, it through them, right. they, they can personalize it too. So those are all personalized and, um, seemed, seemed appropriate to share that, especially after, uh, Vanessa Marshall was just on the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, the other really cool one that I got, and I am not going to tell you how much I spent on this <laughs> is I got a personalized what? Harrison Ford. Oh my goodness. Dude. So, wow. Yeah, the, those those oh are those gosh. are two of my now prized uh, autographs. So you wow. know, my nieces and nephew one day can sell them when I'm dead and <laughs> make them make them. <laughs> um. So next up is the Ooh, the young the young Obi Wan. Uh, That's nice. really pretty. Nice. So makes the well, sound. Where's that one from, Father? So this is from like episode two. So the oh, one that yeah, you have, which, um, I mean, where'd you get it from? Oh, which, so, which, uh, so actually, um, I went to galaxy's edge in March, um, oh, with my, oh, okay. cool. with yeah, my yeah, good right. buddy, Carlos, who is probably live watching at the moment. So he probably recognizes nice. this. What was really cool about this one? Uh, so yeah, I got it at galaxy's edge and, um, it was one of those things where you go into the shop and they will let you touch all the lightsabers that, that you can buy. And I, I literally felt like it was Harry Potter and like the wand chooses the wizard kind of thing, <laughs> because I, I initially wanted to get Ahsoka's lightsabers. And when I picked them up, they were just heavy and bulky and not at all. They didn't feel right. And so I tried them all and, and it was Obi-Wan's that just felt right. So I, uh, I walked away with this one and. Wow. It fit in my luggage, thankfully, <laughs> to fly home. That's so cool. Um, wow, that's a good tip, actually. I got to think about that if I go to Galaxy's Edge, that I have to make yeah. sure that I, I have well, luggage big enough to bring back a lightsaber. The, the thing on that, too, is you can get three different size of blades. So I had to get mm. the shortest blade. But there is a really long blade, too, that I just it wouldn't have fit whatsoever. So I've I've got the like short nine one. feet long. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not quite that much. So excessive. Like, I love that. <laughs> good thing I can drive to Edge. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So um, and then the only other thing that I was going to show you is I've got Grogu on my shoulder here. So that was oh, also I didn't a notice. <laughs> we haven't been staring at it the whole. Time. I give you credit. You, you had you had very profound, serious things you said earlier, all while a girl was sitting on your shoulder. Like it's just, yes. you know, that's that's um, how far we've all come. Uh, yeah. So so what's cool about this guy is it's also you can buy it at Galaxy's Edge, but he has a there's a magnetic uh, plate kind of that you can right. that I that I can put yeah. underneath my 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 shirt. 
So he's magnetically attached. So that's why he hasn't fallen off in all the times that I've been moving and, and stuff. So he's a great idea. So you, you walk around galaxy's edge and you'll see, and they, you can get, I'm pretty sure you can get like a porg. You can get Groot, you know? And so like, there's people walking around with Grogu and Groot on their shoulder. <laughs> it's really fun. Gosh. So, um, so those are my, my show and tell, uh, things for this year. Uh, and with that, we're going to go back to a couple, uh, trivia questions. Where would Angela build her vacation home? Stay tuned to find out. And where would Mike build his vacation home? What planet? So, uh, please tell me. <laughs> I, I will. You probably started building it last year and now it's all abandoned. <laughs> yeah. So I made the payments on it or. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are going to move on to our next round of um, what I'm calling party questions. So these um, I would envision as being short, simple answers. Uh, don't necessarily elaborate too much. Just kind of shoot from shoot from the hip on these ones. And it's going to be, would you rather? So there are kind of two, the, the questions are, would you rather? And then blank. And so we're going to go through all of those. Angela, we'll let you go first, followed by Mike, and then followed by Andrew, and then followed by me. So, first question. Angela, would you rather have R2-D2 or BB-8 as your uh, pilot of your ship? Oh, BB-8. I I can't take R2's attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with R2, I think. Yeah. Uh, It's very close, but... BB-8. Okay. Yeah. I would have to go with BB-8, too, because he yeah. just, he has a more fun personality. Yeah. R2's is more sarcastic. Okay. R2's far more clunky. <laughs> would you rather race in a pod racer or fly the Millennium Falcon? Oh, the Falcon, hands down. I Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, pod racer, hands down. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? When I first saw that thing, I wanted to ride one. I had the 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 video game. Uh, oh my gosh! No. Oh, that was fun. Millennium Falcon is clunky. It's it's big. <laughs> I mean, I'll run into things. Uh, no. Pod racer. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I speak from experience, but I've been to Galaxy's Edge where I have piloted the Falcon, and I did run into things all the time. But it was so <laughs> worth it. So I definitely would rather fly the Falcon. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, would you rather have a loth cat or a porg as a pet? <gasps> oh, um, um, <laughs> a wolf. <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah. Uh, no, I'll say a porg. Wait, uh, a loth cat. <laughs> I'm gonna go with porg because I'm allergic to cats, and I'm assuming that transcends galaxies. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I, I want I you know I was gonna say porg, but I mean love cats are just they're so unique looking and so funny. Yeah. I mean porgs just kind of look like furry penguins, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'll go with love cat. Yeah. I think I have to go with a love cat too because I think I would get super annoyed by the porgs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be stuck in a garbage chute or battle a sarlacc? Um, I'm going to say 
probably the sarlacc. I think I would be more stressed out being stuck in the garbage chute. <laughs> That's just me. I think I'd go with garbage chute unless I knew I'd have Mandalorian armor on, which apparently helps. So. <laughs> you're also assuming you're go... going to fall in. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to go sarlacc. Just just to avoid the smell okay. uh, mm. of being in a garbage chute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would go with the Sarlacc because I don't know if I'd handle the tense kind of situation of being in a garbage chute yeah. that's compacting. <laughs> okay, would you rather be trained by Obi-Wan or Yoda? And I think I already know what some of you are going to say. Yeah, Obi-Wan. <sighs> <laughs> that's... Oh, that is hard, though. Because um, Obi-Wan trained Anakin very differently than he trained Luke. So I, I th- I'll go with Obi-Wan. I'll go with Obi-Wan, I think, yeah. I have to go Obi-Wan, too. Just, I just like how he's more straight to the point. Um, mm-hmm. Yoda, yeah, I can... Yeah, I... He, he, I, I don't want to like figure out stuff on my own. Too. <laughs> yeah, <so>. And, the, <laughs> yeah. and there's a little abstract. bit of a there's a little bit of a language barrier with Yoda. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Had really precise instructions right now. Can you say it the other way? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would go with Yoda for the exact opposite reason than Andrew. <laughs> like he he would he would <laughs> cause me to grow in in wisdom by throwing questions mm-hmm. back at me. Uh, there you go. That's a priest answer. Yeah. That's right. Well, go. that's that's very uh, <laughs> Jewish in in rabbi's teaching. Yes. Right? You know, yes. asking, yeah. answering a question with a question. <laughs> um, would you rather battle Maul or Darth Vader? Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I think Vader because for some reason I think that would be like. I mean, I'm going to die either way, right? So <laughs> I think seeing Vader would be slightly less disturbing than seeing Maul. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think I'm going to agree with Angela for exactly the same reason. <laughs> now that I, I hadn't thought of that, but now it's terrifying. Like, I don't want Maul to be the last thing I see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you guys are wrong. I would rather fight yeah. Maul because I think you'd have more of a chance of striking a deal with him. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, yeah, I think he's more persuasive. He's He's... You know, he's kind of like not on, he's not entirely, you know, part of the Empire. I mean, depending on what, when you meet him, I think has a lot to do with it. But um, yeah, I'll go for Maul because at least you could at least least try and talk to him. I think so. See, and I'm, I would choose Maul because there's a better chance that I might win. None of us considered that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, would you rather babysit Grogu or Babu Freak? Oh my gosh. That is the hardest question yet. <laughs> I love Babu Freak. Um, wow. I think probably Babu because I think Grogu's force abilities would drive me nuts. <laughs> I'm going to go with Babu as well because, uh, Grogu is like identical to Renata and I just cannot keep track of her, you know, and like going for the eggs and like, I'm just, I'm, she's so mischievous. I'm expecting like 30 foot spiders to emerge any moment, you know? So I'm just like, uh, no, probably, yeah. Change things up. Baba uh, free. Um, gosh, this is, this one is tough. I'll go Grogu because 
I mean, if if there's a life threatening situation, Grogu could step in and use his force powers. And that's a good point. Yeah, Grogu. so it would be nice to have him around. And he's, I mean, they're both cute in their own ways, mm-hmm. but like Grogu's just, I think, more precious looking. Yeah. Um. Yep. So yeah, I would say Grogu. And I would I would say Grogu as well. We were I was mentioning to Angela before the show that I have at least four different Grogu's in my office and in my my living space uh yeah i'm pretty pretty enamored with with that little guy would you rather be a jedi or a sith um gotta say wow i was i was gonna say jedi like that and then i was <laughs> like just wait answer right a away. second <laughs> but there's so not many as easy rules. as you think yeah Oh, gosh. I'm just going to be a good girl and say Jedi. <laughs> I would rather be a Jedi, but if I'm honest, I have lots of Sith tendencies that I need to work on. So. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I think I agree with Mike, but I'll actually say Sith. Um, I mean, just as a fan of the franchise, I, I always gravitated more towards uh, the Sith. So, um, and yeah, I'm and knowing that there's a potential redemption arc for me. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so just so you know, uh, Dom just mentioned in the chat, if any of you answer Sith, oh. you're off the podcast. So, <laughs> you know, you know. Well, uh, see, see, nah, nah. So I want to be ask Dom a, what he would say. Yeah, Dom, answer, <laughs> answer in the chat. Which, which would you be? Of course, we probably know what he would be. I want to be the CEO of SQPN. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, he, he's our. Can I be whatever Ahsoka is? Uh, that's what I want to be. Oh, there there's a, there's a name for that too, isn't there? Um, in the Are High Republic, Jedi? there's. Oh, well, oh no, you're right. Yeah. Oh, and I and I'm blanking. There, there's sort of a, a class now of like a Force user who's sort of just trying to figure things out. Yeah. In, you're in not the, talking about. Jedi no, I mean, no. <laughs> the, the, the EU sort of used to use gray Jedi, but they have a different term for it now. And right. I can't remember what way seeker way seeker mm. Dom coming through with the, uh, the answers we need. So, mm. okay. Nice. So Andrew, you're going to be that a way wasn't seeker. an option, Dom. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Cause I'm going to go off script too. I want to be a Jedi Mandalorian. Like, you know, the first, the there first one that go. held the dark saber. There you go. So there you go. Well, that's the Jedi. That's cool. Yeah, so Jedi just, you know, but with the cool armor and and, a, and the dark saber. Uh, would you rather fly an X-wing or a tie fighter? Mm, I'm going to say tie fighter because I I like the design a little bit better, looks a little bit cozier. So, as as someone who's just remembering now that I used to occasionally play that original tie fighter PC game like <laughs> yes. way back in the day. Tie fighter, that sucker is fast. I'm with Poe, you know, at the beginning of episode seven. He's like, "Whoa, that's me." Yep, Tie fighter all the way. Vader looks so cool in his. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go with an X-wing. I got to see one of those up up close and personal at Galaxy's Edge, and I just wanted to jump oh, in yeah. the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year we can we can narrow down which Tie fighter would you like to fly because <laughs> we got a lot to choose from too. So, <laughs> oh. Very good. Okay, so we are going to move on from that to our, our final uh, two uh, trivia questions for the listeners out there. Um, these are going to be for... Let's see if I can pull it out. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, an official uh, Secrets of Star Wars t-shirt. So Mine's on the way. 
I wanted to wear it tonight. Don't have it yet. <laughs> so, so we have two, two styles. So um, each of these trivia questions, if you get it correct, um, we can, we'll give out one of each style. So first question is what is father Andrew's true favorite star Wars movie? And second, this that one is easy. sort of a trick question, but I'm hoping someone gets it. What quote from Yoda does Angela dislike? That one was not one that was on the the May 4th episode last year. That was on our Yoda discussion, but that one just made such a profound impression on all of us. So, um, so listeners, (laughs) uh, do your best to, to, to see if you can come up with, with that. So, um, we do have a couple questions from the chat that we will get to first, and then we will jump into the, the trivia question answers. So, um, one of the, the first questions that we had, and I, I imagine this would be more for, uh, Andrew and I, unless either of you have been to cons, but one of the questions was, is do you have a go-to cosplay for cons from Catherine? Yeah. Well, I think the only time, the only time I did a, I'm not a big cosplayer. Um, I like, because man, I, I, I see the people that actually put in the effort and yep. have some impressive, uh, costumes and makeup and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and a lot of them just do it from scratch. Uh, I tried that one year with, um, I, I went as Luke Skywalker. Um, and th- this was the comic con right before force awakens came out. So I tried to, to just emulate the, 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 the like, um, what I thought he was going to look like in the movie because, you know, he he didn't appear in any of the trailers, and then when we saw the movie, he didn't appear until the very end. But I, I actually made uh, the robotic arm, like I I, I'm, oh, I got a little cool. crafty and 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 made it, so I was pretty proud of that. But after doing that and burning myself with a hot glue gun uh, numerous times, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I am swearing off uh, <laughs> cosplaying to that to that degree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say yeah. Star Wars wise, that's Luke Skywalker with with the arm, um, and uh, I mean I've gone as like you know uh, Doctor Strange from the Marvel Universe, oh, cool, and, uh, which was much easier to to pull off. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that that's that's what I got. Cool. Yeah, and I I've thrown around the idea of like dressing up in in sort of a cosplay. I mean, you can actually see behind me other way. Uh, yeah. I have, I have the armor for Django Fett and some of the, some of the costume for it. And the, the, the problem that I always run into is, is I've already established myself as showing up in clerics and a geeky t-shirt. So I, I've always considered that to be my sort of trademark go to cons look. So what I might end up doing in the future is I might very well bring in fact, I have to, I was working, I'm working with a guy to, uh, um, commission a unique, uh, paint job of a Mandalorian helmet. That's unique for me. Nice. So, so what I, what I might end up doing in the future is bring the helmet, but I would still be in my, my priest clerics and then the, the geeky t-shirt and then nice. the helmet on top of that. I wouldn't be in the full armor. So, so that's kind of my, my take on it. Angela and and Mike, do you guys have you done anything like that? I haven't cosplayed um at a con, but if I were to, I think I would probably do like a Hondo type um cosplay. 
because I really enjoy um, dressing up as a pirate. <laughs> so. Cool. If it wasn't just going to depress everybody, I'd probably go as Biggs Darklighter. And I don't know why. <laughs> I just, that just. <laughs> He's a know? great pilot. That's a good would, one. Just, but I think what I would do, though, is I would be way too in. Like, I'd walk around just say, making all these comments about my foreboding doom, you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> slip it in, you know, like just. Oh, you know, like, oh, I have all these great plans, you know, I've got this mission coming up, but I think we'll be okay. <laughs> <You're> like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> the best cosplayers are the one that the ones that stay in character. Yeah, oh my gosh. We'll I can imagine. Yeah. I got to yeah. get there someday. Yep. <laughs> oh, they're, they are so worth it. Okay. Um, next question comes from my good buddy, uh, Carlos. And he asks, how did you all connect to be able to make this awesome podcast? So that answer is, I think, fairly straightforward. Uh, we so <laughs> I think uh, so. We, we were all part of the SQPN podcast network to some degree or another. So I don't I don't actually know how you guys got involved before uh, we did Star Wars. But one when, when the Mandalorian was initially going to start debuting, uh, Dom, the CEO, had asked me if I would host a podcast uh, to to re rehost the the podcast. The uh, Father Roderick had done a number of episodes prior to us taking over, and so Dom had asked me if I would be the the host for the Secrets of Star Wars podcast moving forward. And so I said yes, and then we just kind of threw it out to to whoever would want to be a part of it. So I I yeah. I don't know if you guys have anything to add to that, but yeah. I don't remember exact dates and stuff, but I think I, I Andrew, I don't remember if, if we had done Secrets of Godfather before or after we'd started Star Wars. I don't know, but I think Angela, you and I had done the John Williams one before. I want to, I'm pretty sure, but That's I'd have impossible. to go back and check. But I, I think like, I know for me, like I, I had gotten into somehow just, just getting reaching out to Dom at one point about stuff. And then like he invited me to uh, maybe, sometimes beyond for secrets of movies and TV shows. And then, so it was like two or three of those, you know, and then it, then it went in and then what's, I just lost the name of it. What's the, uh, let's talk. I, I was on that one a couple of mm-hmm. times, but just through that, you know, um, like father said, it was just like the message went out and I was like, Oh, me, me, please. <laughs> <laughs> like may may I be welcomed. So I, I was very happy to get on the panel. Yeah. Mike, I want to say the series of Godfather might've been after was Secrets it okay. of Star Wars? Uh, that's how I close. remember, at least. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, okay. I want to say Secrets of Star Wars was my first um, entrance in, oh, okay. entry into podcasting in general um, and, and SQPN. Uh, I got in because, obviously, on SQPN, you know, Jimmy Akin's uh, Secret World, uh, Secret World of Jimmy Akin. I think that's the name of the podcast, Jimmy right? Akin's Mysterious anyway, World. Mysterious World. Yeah. Yeah, Mysterious World. Yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Jimmy Akin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, since I work uh, with Jimmy at, at Catholic Answers, um, and we and he knows like my affinity for Star Wars and and like a bunch of you know geeky stuff. Uh, he he actually you know introduced me to Dom and and I think yeah, I'm pretty sure Secret Star Wars was was my first uh, foray into uh, podcasting. That's and awesome. I'm. Um an SQPN veteran kind of like I've been connected to SQPN since father Roderick von Hogan kind of started, um, Catholic insider podcast, which is like one of the first Catholic podcasts. Um, I just started getting connected with people. I went to the very first Catholic new media celebration, which was the first conference that SQPN put on. And then I eventually became a speaker at 
one of the CNMCs. Um, I was on the uh, precursor to Let's Talk called uh, Catholic Weekend. And so we did a weekly show called Catholic Weekend, just having fun, um, talking about anything at all. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've been connected to SQPN for a long time. Um, and it was great to see Dom uh, Bettinelli taking up the reins and um, just awesome things have been happening with SQPN. So if Secrets of Star Wars is the only SQPN show that you listen to, um, definitely go check out the other mm -hmm. shows that SQPN puts out. Um, really great stuff. Yep. And if I can, I just piggyback real quick for like 30 seconds off what Angela said. I, I don't want to miss this opportunity, but I, I want to give a personal thank you to Father Roderick, you know, for all of his hard work. And I don't know if he's listening to this or not, but I, I like, I think a lot of people in this, this community here, uh, you know, found out about SQPN, however, you know, years ago. And I just always treasured all, like, everything he's done all these years. And uh, I, I like Andrew was, or Father Andrew rather was saying about, um, Dom hosting this, you know, or co-hosting it with Father, being on with Father years ago. So I, I listened to, you know, Secrets of Star Wars back then. And so I just, I'm yeah. so thrilled, you know, now to to be you know, able to be part of it like this. So thank you, Father, very much for for starting all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, Absolutely. I think my, uh, even before I even knew what SQPN was, I saw Father Roderick respond to, or react to the Force Awakens trailer. Yes. And like, yeah, that was, it was like Catholic priest <laughs> responds to the force of the Wakens trailer. And that, that sort of yes. became my launch point, even into knowing at all who he was and, and what his QBN was. Um, and I would also, yeah, give a shout out to, um, the secrets of technology podcast, because that was actually my first entrance into the SQPN network, oh, yeah. uh, was, was on the secrets of tech podcast. And then from there I've, I've jumped into <laughs> star Wars and, and movies and TV show. Do you think Dom could in maybe include a link to that original? No, I don't know. Like that might be fun to reshare of Father Roderick's reaction video. I don't know. He, <laughs> just it's out. It's not had, hard to find. Oh, it's it was like he, he was just, a YouTube sensation, yeah. and just the oh, joy so that he wonderful. radiated was was so contagious. Yeah, so it's fun to revisit from time to time. Yeah. Um, so one more question. This is coming from uh, Jackie, and she asks. Do you feel like you are getting Star Wars burnout with all the releases and all forms of media coming out so close together? Do you feel the need to slow down your consumption to really dig into each item or just enjoy as a at a, at a casual fan level? So for me, um, Star Wars is probably actually my secondary um, fandom. My primary fandom is um, BTS and uh korean pop music <laughs> um and so i didn't um, know that yes <laughs> i'm a huge That'll BTS be a trivia question next year <laughs> <laughs> um and so um as far as star wars um i take the same um sort of i guess motto um which is just enjoying what i want to enjoy and not feeling like i have to consume everything and that might sound crazy because i'm like on a podcast about star wars and you kind of have to know things but i mean you do what you do you know and that's the great thing about having a whole you know it's like the body of christ right like everybody is great at something you know in on this panel and in the fandom and so forth so i just you know i just enjoy what i enjoy and i'm loving it mm-hmm I agree with Angela. And I, the only thing I would just add is just, I think 
and a lot of us, I, I, I think maybe experienced where I, I don't have any complaints about, you know, those years where it's like every single December, there's another star Wars movie coming out. But I do think there's something to be said for, you know, when you have a couple years, two, three years, like you did with the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy of, of having a couple years to be able to legitimately build anticipation. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for that as well. And I think Lucasfilm knows that and, and the way they seem to be sketching out the road ahead and the balance between films and then the, the stuff coming out to Disney plus, you know, I mean, like this is the first, these, these guys and, and fans of the show know this, like I'm typically the guy who's watching it, you know, day of the release on Disney plus at 4am didn't happen today. So again, don't ruin it for me, but, <laughs> but just, I, I love, I think that variety is, is really special and really new and being able to consume it in different ways and at different levels so it's not all dependent on the big films but i don't personally i don't ever want them and i don't think they ever would to just like go away from the silver screen stuff because that is a very unique experience of being able to be in that environment with the people there it's a it's a a group experience and there's really nothing like it for me so that's that's always still my favorite um but but yeah i'm not burned out but i think some variety little spacing on the movies is probably good that's where i stand on it Mm mm-hmm yeah, I kind of agree with everything that Mike said. Um, but yeah, I'll never grow tired. I mean, give me all the Star Wars, give me all the, you know, Marvel and DC content. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm I'm a sucker for everything. And um, yeah, and I think the the fact that you know the the sequel trilogies being as you know mixed as they were, you know, to to put it nicely. Uh, you know, I think that that gave a lot of fans um, like a hunger for, you know, good Star Wars content. And I think the Mandalorian definitely filled that void um, mm-hmm. for a lot of us. And, um, you know, I don't mean to trash on the sequel trilogies. Them. I do enjoy them for, <laughs> you know, I, I love The Force Awakens um, mm-hmm. and I do enjoy The Last Jedi, uh, ex- except for one big aspect of it. How <laughs> For most people, it's it's how they handle Luke uh, in the end. But I didn't totally hate everything about that. But anyway, uh, yeah, if they came out with a movie every other month, I wouldn't complain. So it's yeah, I, I'm probably the wrong wrong person to ask, or I'm not gonna have a nuanced answer. Uh, I, just give me all the content, and then yeah, we'll we'll, we'll deal with the. Uh, you know how how and what and and how to make time to watch it if i have to lose sleep you know whatever it takes but uh, give give me all of it yeah i'm not quite as uh i guess ready for all that kind of content at once but um i i definitely don't feel pressured to like keep up with everything so like you know there's comics coming out i i i would like to pick up some of the comics but haven't you know, even when like some of the new books come out, I don't feel that I just go, I have to go and read it right now. Um, I sort of feel that way when it comes to the TV shows, because those, if you don't, you right. end up getting spoiled on social media. Um, but also those I'm more just, I'm going to watch them day of release anyway. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to kind of keep up with all of that. And, and I mean, I think it, as long as maybe as long as there isn't like concurrent shows going at the same time. Uh, you know, that, that, that kind of the pace that we've been doing is, has been fine. And, and, you know, um, I think with all this new stuff coming in, uh, 20, 2022, you know, I think if they stagger them like 
like the MCU sta- has been staggering kind of WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter right. Soldier. You know, I, I think that'll it'll just flow fairly well for, for my own um, ability to consume it. So um, not burned out now. I think the Mandalorian also just kind of reinvigorated my desire for for all of that uh, really good Star Wars content. So thanks, guys, for those questions. We are now going to hit up the, the trivia questions and we'll do these uh, fairly quickly. Um, so, uh, I guess, first of all, um, what is, so this is going all the way back to the beginning of the the show tonight. So what is Thomas's favorite star Wars ship? And so if any of you guys have a guess, if not, we'll, uh, spell the answer and keep moving. Falcon. Did he, did he say razor crest? No, but one of you guys did. No. Okay. He, so that's gonna be really embarrassing. If it was me. Uh, it was you, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have it over there. No. Um. So Thomas, Thomas's favorite ship too. is the the blockade runner. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that thing too. Yeah. Uh, Mike, yeah. is he talking like the the original, like he, the, 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 the one yeah, right yeah. from from yeah. A New Hope? Yep. Um, yeah. Mike, what is your favorite villain? Who is your favorite villain? No, it's not. It's no. not Snoke. I never said it was. He Snoke. did not appear in any of the movies. I will give you that hint. I I think I said Thrawn. You did say Thrawn. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I'm I'm sticking to it. I, no. I, I um. And for the record, those of you listening, Chris Potter, you got the vast majority of these correct. Ooh, so, yeah, Chris. Well, well so Chris. yeah, you you did. You know what's better than we know ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, prepared. He did his homework. He, he did. Yep. So the next one, uh, who is Father Andrew's favorite villain? So, hmm. oh, we're supposed to. Oh, um, this is to you guys Boba first, Fett, right? I mean, is Boba is he a villain? <laughs> I would consider him a villain, but Django is my Django. favorite. So, um, and Jackie Cordero got that one. So who is? Uh, so what is Mike's favorite Star Wars ship? This is. <laughs> The Razor Crest. Well, yeah, the Razor Crest. We kind of ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not so sure about that one anymore, but I, I'm open to it. Yeah. It's all in, in pieces at this point. Um, yes. Yeah. What would Thomas's force power be based on his personality? Yeah, what did he say? Oh. Did, he didn't have, he wasn't talking like mind trick stuff, was he? No. Oh, was it healing? No. Was no. it force healing? You're closer. So he said the ability to calm people. So like mm-hmm. when, when Qui-Gon just like oh, makes Jar Jar just kind of oh, <laughs> stop that's right. and <laughs> calm down. Yeah. Um, right. Well, this one we already answered, but what would Andrew's force power be based on his personality? That was healing. No. Right? For for persuasion. persuasion, yeah. Oh, Andrew. I don't know why I was thinking oh. Father Andrew. Yes. Okay. For for me it was healing. For yeah, but for, for Andrew Hermes yeah. it was uh force persuade. Um what planet would Thomas build his vacation home? Was it Dagobah? It was. It was wow. very nice. nice. I can see that. And then <laughs> where would Andrew Hermes build his vacation home? I'm pretty sure I said Tatooine. You absolutely did. Really? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I like the desert. And and I, I think I don't I think I said this, I may not have said this, but I think just 
you know, a lot of stuff happens on Tatooine. I'd like to be, you know, a part of that. So they, they always go back to Tatooine and in, 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 in Star Wars. So if I could somehow uh, run into any of these characters, I'd like to do that. And then where would Angela build her vacation home? I said Kashyyyk, right? Yes, you did. And finally, where would Mike build his vacation home? Um... I want to see if anyone remember. I think I remember. I, I remember, but I'm I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name of the planet because it's so like a, a Naboo. Did I, did I say Naboo? I think I did. Yeah. You said Naboo because it reminds you of Italy. It Good does. Call. That's exactly. Good call. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. Um, For what I, it's worth, I just re, re like I rethought it all over again and thought <laughs> Naboo would be nice because it reminds me of Italy, so that it must be there. So, um, and I know this wasn't one of the questions, but um, my vacation home would have been on Kashyyyk as well. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Um, and then the t-shirt questions. Uh, what is Father Andrew's true favorite movie? Attack of the Clones. That's right. <laughs> um, and then finally, and I didn't see a correct answer for this one in the chat, but that's okay. Uh, what quote from Yoda does Angela dislike? Mike, take it away. <laughs> it is the uh, his his not this crude matter comment about yep. uh, sort of a dualistic kind of anti-material. Uh, yes, yeah. That's correct. Yep. My ally is the force and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us, binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. There it is. Luminous. Yep. 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 So those are it for our trivia questions. Thank you, everyone, for trying to play along. And, and uh, Chris, I think you definitely scored up the most points, um, <laughs> which is awesome. So thank you all for doing that. But. I see that there are 11 people in the chat, so I think everyone who has joined us this evening deserves a prize for coming. So, yeah. uh, so not just those who, who particularly won trivia questions. So everyone in the chat, if you are hearing this right now, uh, please email us at starwars.sqpn.com and uh, send your your mailing address and I will ship out uh, an autographed picture and stickers to you. And then um, for the T-shirt, um, there were, um, I might see if we can, maybe we can, uh, maybe Dom will do three shirts because there were three that, that, may, that were answering that question. Um, I think it was Carlos, it was Chris, and uh, Jackie. That's right. Okay. So I was just kind of nice. going by through the chat. So, so the three of you, if you would email us and include that as well, um, I'll even buy your t-shirt. So all three of you can get a t-shirt. So uh, just make sure you email us and send us your mailing address and we will get, and, and especially for those who have you who got the t-shirts, give us your, your t-shirt size and we will uh, get those out to you. So thank you for, for joining us uh, this evening as we've been celebrating star Wars day. So May the fourth be with you all. So, but don't, don't and with your spirit. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't leave just yet because um, this wouldn't be a special May 4th celebration without a surprise in store. So I feel, so I have to preface this. I feel like I'm letting you guys down and that I only have one surprise for you this round. Not five. Come on, father. 
So, Mom, you know, you know, Vanessa took right up now. like a large chunk of my quota. So, um, <laughs> so, so we do have one special guest transmission who is uh, going to uh, share a little bit of a Star Wars message with us all. And it's appropriate that we talked with Vanessa on the last episode, because this is a special transmission from her counterpart, Freddie Prince Jr., who oh plays Kanan. Wow. So uh, he's got just a few words for us. So here goes. Angela, Thomas, Mike, Andrew, and all the listeners. Hey, Father Fett wanted me to wish y'all a wonderful, happy Star Wars Day. May the Force, may the Fourth and the Force be with you. And uh, <laughs> tomorrow, you know, you can have a little Sith love. But today, it's all about the good guys and the good girls. Um, <laughs> I wish y'all a fantastic day. Uh, there's some Bad Batch out there, right? You guys check that out. You've probably seen it already. Um, if not... Enjoy the next chapter. Peace. And may the force be with you. If Freddie Prince Jr. had spoiled Bad Batch, I would have been okay with it. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> that I wouldn't have complained about that. That's awesome. Yeah, that was wow. so cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Those never get old. Yeah. And what was cool about yeah. that is I asked him to do that yesterday. And he turned oh, it around right. in a day. So oh, wow. that was, that Thank was pretty cool. Freddy. That's so, awesome. Awesome. And by the way, I believe we do another Star Wars family, right? Because Sarah Michelle Geller is uh, one of the. Uh, She's one of the Inquisitors. Which, which sister yeah. is she? Yeah, She's one of the Inquisitors. The seven, yeah. So, yeah. Seventh cool. sister, second sister. I think the seventh sister. Yep. Uh, they deliberately made that confusing right. <laughs> well yeah, and we didn't even meet all of the siblings it was like we just got the random right. few couple numbers third cousin twice removed like stop it <laughs> right. uh, that was so sweet though awesome so very good well that is it from us tonight uh, definitely listeners uh, either in the live chat room or those who are listening to this after Star Wars Day uh, let us know your thoughts and opinions and comments and how you celebrated Star Wars Day and even you know share how Star Wars has affected you and, and your journey with Star Wars we would love to hear those kind of stories because that's that's really that's one of the cool things that binds us all together and so we would love to, to be able to share in that so you can email us uh, at s at star wars at sqpn.com or you can comment on our facebook or twitter page to to let us know and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash starquest media and on twitter at sqpn and now of course as always we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of star wars including john b ted k bruce g robert b and Megan S. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Star Wars and all the shows that we do at StarQuest. And so you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Also, of course, be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast player. And you can find SQPN on YouTube. Just make sure to hit that bell to get notifications of new episodes. And you can find all of our previous episodes at sqpn.com slash Star Wars. So our next episode, we will be back next week 
So we will begin a weekly podcast again since The Bad Batch is being uh, streamed on Disney+. Plus. So we will be back next week to talk about the premiere episode of The Bad Batch and the episode that airs on Friday. So that one's going to be a bit of a marathon for us because we're going to cover both of those. And then we will be doing a weekly podcast to keep up with new episodes from The Bad Batch. So make sure to watch The Bad Batch and then come listen to us next week. So until then... Angela Cialana, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Star Wars. It was a pleasure and a delight. And Mike Creevy, thanks for joining us this evening. Hey, I think the most fun I've had yet. <laughs> and Andrew Hermes, thanks, of course, for joining us as well. This was a blast. Thank you. And once again, I'm Father Andrew Kinstetter. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Star Wars on StarQuest. <laughs>